What's up? It's State of the Revolution, the Michigan Progressive Podcast. I'm Benjamin Klon, and with me today we've got Matthias Brimmer. Hello. Alexandria Gonzalez. Hello. And for the first time, we've got Hans Schroeder. Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, hello. It's nice, uh, it's nice to have you here, Hans. Yeah. Uh, it's great to be here. I, I did mention it beforehand, but I, you know, I appreciate the invite. As we were, as we also mentioned, gosh, it's the insight of another white guy. Got it. What else do we need? That's, that's, that's what we're looking for. You're also still somehow like the whitest person we've ever had on the show. Well, you know. And it's so, there's so many white people on it. I do what I can. <laughs> well, uh, those of you who have been listening to our podcast for a little while uh, might have been wondering, uh, where the fuck has Allie been? <laughs> About a month where ago, Allie, uh, <laughs> Allie and Hans moved uh, to Grand Rapids, and that's where we are today. We're taping here in their new home, which is very nice. I like this the, place. The seat of the DeVos family, Grand Rapids. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> you know, we're not happy about it. There's, I'm not going to explain myself to you fuckers. But <laughs> the, the, the jewel, <laughs> they are incredibly seated. They're, in, they're, they're incredibly seated seen. Here. They're incredibly seen. Scene. We see them everywhere. Yep. West Michigan is the worst. Um, let's just say I miss Lansing. I miss my friends. I miss the pod, and I'm happy you guys came to us. Yes, <laughs> the, the crown jewel of yeah. Dutch reform. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, oh on my way um, oh to get uh, lunch for everybody, we I passed by um, anti-choice uh, protesters. Oh, wonderful. Um, not positive they were even in front of any type of women's health <laughs> clinic. They are yeah. just, they're just out there. And it's they're just, the just thing like that. they do on the weekends, just get yeah. together and hang out on the street, waving e- signs. E- yeah, just it, it men, both men, of course. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Yeah. There was actually a small group of people doing that in Lansing. But where they were was also not in front of anything related or consequential. It was by like, um, what's that? A uh, weird, a uh, better health Store. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. There's no. a there's a Planned Parenthood over there. Oh yeah, no, you're right. But I think that I think that I want to believe cops... that it's because of the better. <laughs> <health>. <laughs> better health sells embryos and their sushi. Yeah. But no, it's the Planned Parenthood, which I guess um, the Planned Parenthood in Lansing has started performing abortions. I'm not entirely too sure. Well, kudos to them. Yeah, yeah. kudos to them. Um, I see them out there a lot. We went to school with a lot of um, real Catholic kids, and um, their like life was spent mm-hmm. being propped up by their parents holding you know those signs so i'm glad to see yeah Yeah. i'm glad to see that a lot of our friends from high school got out of that shit and they were just like who fucking cares (laughs) you know (laughs) give women rights man i don't want to be involved in this shit anymore so (laughs) unfortunately that attitude has not made its way to west michigan yet and i um i am completely outnumbered out here i mean well the worst part of those protesters oh man (laughs) I think, really you, I think you said there's down to one abortion. No, 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 not even in Grand Rapids. No, no, it is. Um, we, I, I had done some research, and I'm not sure how true this is anymore. But I know that there was only one abortion clinic that was operating in Grand Rapids. I'm 99.9% sure there is no Planned Parenthood right. in Grand Rapids. Right. Um, in the one clinic that they did have, there was some sort of scandal um, that got it shut down. 
So if you want to know what the climate is like out here, you uh, like the political climate, uh, anytime you get on the road, there is an anti-choice bumper sticker on someone's car. Planned Parenthoods are valuable and need to be protected. And they should be closer to Grand Rapids than in Kalamazoo. Oh my God. Yes. The Kalamazoo Michigan. Everyone should have access to abortion. Yay. Yay. Even men. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Yes, Even it's true. I I think that we need uh, post-birth abortions for some people here. <laughs> you know, what's what's the topic we're getting into? Because I'm sure that could be applied to someone. Yeah, yeah. Let's, okay. uh, let's get into the rundown. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I, so, I, I just got that. Uh, uh, the... The, the lovely and wonderful Ellen DeGeneres uh, caught a lot of shit uh, like a week or two ago. For, this week? It was like last week for like, uh, you know, palling around and having a fun time with George W. fucking Bush at a fucking baseball game. And a lot of people got really mad at her, uh, understandably so. Yeah. And she, she went on her goddamn TV show and explained to everyone, you know, it's... It's fine to be friends with people who have a difference of opinion. You know, it's okay to be friends with people you disagree with. Me personally, I, I, I prefer human rights as you know a thing to you know to exist. And my friend George here, he he doesn't agree with that, and that's okay. That's fine. Yep, especially as it pertains it to like your kinds. literal, yeah, your literal community. It's just throwing, and I don't. I think it is always unfair to have one person be the sole representative of an entire group of people, right? So like, you know, for example, if there's one black person in a classroom in a predominantly white institution, it's wrong for them to be like, can you give the black opinion on this? (laughs) But I think that the same, like on the other side of the same token, you can definitely throw your entire community under the bus and it harms everyone that's involved in it. And she's done it, especially Ellen DeGeneres, who's a literal celebrity that everyone knows, who's got a lot of power, who has a large platform and who has a lot of followers. And she's enabling this, um, this like idea that sort of the, uh, the idea that, Oh, um, you know, bumbling former president is just this good natured guy who wants to paint paintings, paintings. Yeah. Pizza. Come on. He shared the Werther's original with Michelle oh. Obama. She is she's the wife of the first black president. And and, and before, she's black too. Yeah, and before I hear anyone say anything about, well, you know, Obama was just a yeah. He was. He was a fucking war criminal as well. Also, okay. And also, yes, Michelle, what they were wrong to be paling around also. That seems to be a gotcha. Oh, well, Michelle was a, yes, yep. Michelle was it. Yep. Yes, yes. She was there is never gonna be an opportunity where Michelle Obama would have done something other than what she did and had came out looking just as clean on the other That's side. That's also true. She was put in a situation where if she had been mean to him, she would have been called <laughs> a drove of things that she's uh, was called mm. even when she was the floatist and if she did what she did which was just kind of take it in stride and just play along because apparently george w bush is just 
an idiot and has Alzheimer's and just doesn't remember. I don't know. It's been like scraped from his mind. Do not remember all those people I tortured. <laughs> uh, or left mm-hmm. to be tortured uh, in Hurricane Katrina. You know? I mean, we, we talk a lot about like, you know, that he's a war criminal. And I think that that's been the big thing that people have said in this topic because people know about that record, his record yeah. as a war criminal because it's an international thing. But let's not forget um, the Patriot Act. Let's not forget what happened with Katrina. That... <laughs> He, he, you know, George W. Bush himself said that the worst, the worst time of his entire presidency, not 9-11, not Hurricane Katrina itself. It was that Kanye West on national television told him that he didn't care about black people. And now we're just going to ignore that George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. (laughs) It makes no sense. Well, you know, Kanye might not believe that anymore. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> like, I, I've changed we, my mind. This know. is it goes back to what I was saying earlier that Jesus ruins everything. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like there is just like an amnesia surrounding certain things. I think that celebrities and people who are rich, you know, we talk about that like the class class solidarity that the one percent has. Um, I think that it's so easy for us to also forget what celebrities have done because celebrities are quick to do it and they're enabled to by their pals. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when you know the person who runs, you know, stories out of, you know, whatever it is, you know, they'll just, they'll stop running it and then it's out of the class consciousness and we just forget about it. It's easy to do that. Yes, Barca. You don't have to eat it. Then don't eat it. <laughs> it's all right, Bobs. You don't have to eat it. Go ahead and go upstairs, okay? Keep this entire part in. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bobs, I go to your room. <laughs> you want me to go, Chad? No, it's fine. Oh, okay. Where were we? Class solidarity. Class con- yeah, class, Which, this is class solidarity. Yeah. This is exactly. I mean, that's the whole takeaway for me from this is, is you know, let's say what you want about rich people and how they don't give a shit about anybody else. But man, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're good at class solidarity. Oh, somebody else is getting it. Gosh, they got money. I feel, I come on, man. Yeah. And bad. a lot of, a lot of people like came in her defense or like, you know, liked her retort and how she defended herself. Um, one of the Jenners, uh, Kylie or Kendall, I can't remember. <laughs> Who cares? One of the Jenner girls came out in support. Is it the billionaire one? Because one of them is like an actual billionaire. Kylie is the billionaire. Yeah, oh I think God. it was... I think it was... I think it was Kendall, though. Mm. But Jamie Foxx also like mm. came out. Yeah. Which is just uh, like... I'm not even going to go into that. But uh, yeah, a lot of them like, you know, really, really support. And we know what happens when well i guess i shouldn't say that we knew we know what happened in like 2003 2004 when you spoke out against bush you were basically blacklisted you've seen it with the dixie chicks um yep. michael moore being booed off the stage at the oscars i'm trying to think there's rage against the machine rage against the machine rage against the machine is another one which of course you know i think that yeah. i think they would have hated themselves if they hadn't well, that's, that's the <laughs> yeah. whole fucking thing yeah yeah and like you know so we know that that happened in 2000 2003 but for people to be getting like booed down because they spoke out against Ellen DeGeneres supporting him and it's 2019 it's obscene to me 
And We've learned nothing. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I think it is honestly beyond um, even, you know, just these rich people standing together because I think that a lot of liberals and, uh, you know, more like uh, suburban Republicans, um, I mean, you know, I think all Republicans either don't know or don't care yeah. about these things. Yeah. Um, and, and probably if they do know, they don't care. Um, but I think that among, you know, the more educated and, you know, our, our fabulous people, um, they love to rehabilitate, uh, <laughs> conservatives yep. and like, um, you know, HW when he died was, you know, the, uh, the great moderate, you know, he, uh, Kept the True ship, Republican, whatever. Bipartisan yeah. Never met a real exactly. bastard that they didn't want to find something good. Yeah, John McCain. John, Ma- I was going to say John McCain was a big one. He gave like the one fucking health care vote after <laughs> after voting to extend the debate so people you know were still in flux longer. Yeah. Then he you know votes no and like everyone goes fucking nuts. They're like the Mavericks done it again. Yeah, they were like, this is the most powerful thumb in Washington. Look, <laughs> I just, <laughs> yep. I, I don't understand how we can ignore, We and it's like you said, it's like, who's paying you to be PR for these war criminals that you have turned their, you know, what is it, their image out so perfectly, and now we love them, and let's, you know, let's have them on Ellen, and let's have them, uh, you know, with Ellen at fucking, literally, that's what we're talking about, have them with Ellen at a fucking Cowboys game. It makes no sense. And and the thing is, is, is like, if they really want to, like, uh, quote-unquote rehabilitate these people socially... Um, then they should have to apologize at the very least for the horrendous things that they've done. So you, at the very you least. can't, you can't just like have, you know, the, oh, well, we, we just want to skip that part and make everything good, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, well, we don't have to be enemies with him because he is no longer the one who is like, I mean, you know. It, it, it serving as the face, you know, right. I mean, the amount that is controlled by the president is obviously up for debate. Right. 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 Uh, but his administration, the people yes. that he chose to be next to him are no longer in power. And he is really the, you know, the buck stops there. Yeah. And, you know, you do have to be responsible for war crimes that happen under you. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like one of those things where it's like Dick Cheney for the Hague, like, those people have to pay. Yeah. And, you know, it has to be one way or another, you know? It's like, okay, if we're going to also be like, oh, we have to abolish, um, or we, we have to do more prison reform and stuff like that or abolish the prisons, okay, what would be, you know, a good thing to do to George Bush? Okay, first of all, not... Like, we have to vilify him. We have to. He's a villain. We can't just keep making him this affable, goofy, great uncle. Because he's fucking not... He's just not. And it's so disrespectful to the man who threw his shoe at him. Uh, Both shoes. (laughs) Both shoes. Both shoes. That man did not go to prison for Ellen to be sitting next to him at a game. He just didn't. Fucked up. He he really did go like Matrix on that, though. (laughs) I think that... (laughs) 
I think the man was just overcome with emotion. He just wasn't aiming very well. I think if he had premeditated that, he could have got him. I think it was, and he he has admitted. Yeah, no, the the dodge was like yeah, yeah. Moving. He like he the man who I can't remember what his name <laughs> is, and I'm I'm awful for that. But he said like it was something that that George Bush had said that he just knew right then and there. He hadn't thought about it before. He said that, and he was just like, oh hell no. And just like through his junk like that. And that was it. This is like Nikita Khrushchev allegedly slamming his foot on the on the Soviet Union's desk in the United Nations during some speech. Wait, who? Oh, like Nikita Khrushchev. Mm. Mm, yeah. But it probably didn't happen. Right. <laughs> but but it is such a permeating myth that people are like, yeah, no, it's 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 essentially as consequential as if it had happened, but probably did not. <laughs> I I don't know. The it, like my last thought on Ellen is actually just I was reading that she in 2017, May 2017, said that Donald Trump isn't welcome on her show because quote he's against everything I stand for. So she does have a concept of ethics. She can she does know how to draw a line. There are people who have crossed a line. Uh-huh. So I don't I mean the the idea that I mean, in May of 2017, I, I'm not sure that you could really quantifiably argue that, that Trump had done more worse things that would affect Ellen or whoever she deems valuable enough to get outraged on behalf of. I, it just seems um, awfully odd. Awfully odd to me. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say for a group of <laughs> a group of people, I mean, white white Americans love being like, Oh, stop bringing up slavery and how it affects you now and how systemically you guys have still been basically in a slave trade with the, you know, uh, with the prison system. We don't want to hear about it. That happened so long ago. Okay. Yeah. If that's so long ago, then this was yesterday. The Iraq war was yesterday. If we're going to put it in that framework Yeah. and you guys still want to be like, that's in the past. It happened so long ago. Who cares? Like, no, we were, we were like very much alive and cognizant when the Iraq war was going on and we were in high school when it ended we spent basically like you know yeah all of us graduated at least a year within you know from, from each other that all happened our whole childhood that war happened it sh- is sh- like shaped who we were and for ellen to just think that she could get a i don't know get away with this sort of behavior is just so insulting <laughs> it's so insulting so she she went to the Cowboys game with Bush, right? I'm pretty sure it was Something the Cowboys. Like At the okay. invitation of Jerry Jones, Mr. Billionaire, you know, Mr. Billionaire himself. And she was joking in her whole little clip thing, too, about, you know, oh, we're in the fancy suite, you know. <laughs> like, yes, you, you were. You yeah. haven't been you in actually. a non-fancy <laughs> seat since the 90s. Like, <laughs> right. we knew that. Exactly. Like, she's, I, I thought it was weird how she was, like, emphasizing, like, how fancy it was. Like, as if she's, like, not accustomed to fancy things. Right. Your wife's named after a luxury fucking vehicle. <laughs> you, you're literally the fanciest couple. People, like, people love her. I think that's what hurt 
too. People love Ellen. And yeah. like, she never gets no pushback. Never. Yeah, never. And All like, you know, and, it, and when she does, people are very yeah. quick to like defend her. I, I've done it myself for things where I'm like, I just don't feel like what she said or I don't feel like what she did was wrong. Not all the time, but I've done it once that I can think of. And, you know, for her to do this, it was just people were so upset because people, uh, majority of people were finally like, oh, no, you've definitely like crossed the line. The time when you defended her, was that when she did blackface? (laughs) No, she didn't do blackface, did she? (laughs) No, she didn't. Oh, no. What's so funny is that she's blackface makeover. Ellen was Nicki Minaj for Halloween. She she does. Yeah. So Ellen DeGeneres has like, she's kind of like Wendy Williams. Like they're, um, their Halloween costumes for their shows are very popular. And um, I think Wendy Williams is a little different because she does multiple ones. But Ellen DeGeneres always, it's like a big reveal what her Halloween costume was. And she was Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to say it wasn't even that long ago. Um, but they were like, look at Ellen did Nicki Minaj and there was no blackface. There wasn't even really any bronzer. But we knew it was Nicki Minaj. So, you know, take notes, Justin. Trudeau, <laughs> she did it, and she was, you know, she was fine. Yeah, you I, I, I Justin, fucking... you don't have to do blackface to sing Deo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I, I, I fucking hate that, like, people, like, 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 having, like, someone's, like, like, Halloween costume being, like, a whole thing, like, finding out, like, what they're going to be for Halloween is, like, a thing. What's I fucking hate that shit so much. Fuck you. I have known what we're gonna be for Halloween since last November. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not talking about like you guys, like my like my friends. Like that's a completely. I'm just. I just mean like some like random fucking like celebrities celebrity. yeah. where it like takes up the front page. Yeah. What was like, Kendall Jenner? I mean, like Neil Patrick Harris and like his yeah. husband. That's like a whole thing too. Oh I do think it's cute because they do family costumes with the kids. Yeah. I think it's cute. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a mom. We do family costumes on Halloween usually, so I'm like, oh, that's cute. But no, I I completely understand what you're saying. But yeah, I think that that's another, I mean, that might be, now that I'm thinking about it, a big reason why people are so quick to come to her defense, because I think we do see Ellen DeGeneres as being wrong so infrequently, if ever. And so even when she is wrong, it's just people are so used to being like, she could never do wrong. She's an, an infallible figure. And I think that, you know, we forget that she was she's capable of doing things wrong. And this was incredibly wrong. And, and I think that even like beyond that... It, People would probably, in some cases, be willing to say, and I I would hazard to guess in a lot of cases, like, okay, well, you know, maybe it wasn't, like, fabulous. You know, she shouldn't be, like, hanging out with him. But, you know, like, you do something like one thing, one bad thing since no, 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 no. It's like, I I really do think that people almost think of that, um, God, it's, it's called moral licensing. It's like, good deeds... Uh, don't necessarily lead to more good deeds because good deeds can give you the internal license to give yourself, (laughs) you know, the pass on some bad things. Right, right. Yeah, and I I think that it's, you know, it just goes back to when you look at George W. Bush's record, this was a really big oopsie. (laughs) This wasn't, you know, this wasn't something that she couldn't help. I just, I don't believe it. It's not like Michelle Obama being seated next to him at a funeral and having no choice. She's the wife of the former president. Yeah. I feel like Ellen DeGeneres. You are a talk show host. and, And the other thing is, is that this, you know, she made it a point to be like, 
Did she be buddied up with George W. Yeah. Bush? So, you know, it's like, it's you okay. know, she, she didn't realize that it was wrong, which just blows my mind. Yeah. After she got all the backlash, she should have just fucking doubled down and been like, yeah, next week I'm going to go see the Astros with Kissinger. It's going to fucking rule. <laughs> I'm actually going to go see uh, Erdogan. <laughs> and now let's segue into our next topic. <laughs> I, almost, I almost joked about that when you talked about the lasting effects of the Iraq war. Also, like, yeah, on a related note. <laughs> Yeah, we spent uh, too much time on this topic. Let's get into sorry. some poor Pope. <laughs> yeah. I just Alan. get angry. <laughs> oh, so, uh, shit is getting more fucked up in Syria. Um, <laughs> uh, a switch is oft repeated. God, I hope it ends soon. I hope we don't have to say this again in like you know a year. Uh, okay, like you know, a, ten years. <laughs> climate change is gonna start kicking in. Earlier this week, uh, President Donald Trump ordered uh, U.S. forces that we had at the northern border of Syria to uh, withdraw, and now the Turks are shelling the shit out of the Kurds. Surprisingly, <laughs> yeah, surprise, they, were surprise, so, they were so good no to them in the past, <laughs> right? Yeah, we, um, you know, I just dumb American, you know, on some dumb American shit. I was, I asked Hans earlier, I was like, what did they do to make those niggas so angry? I, I, I'm so confused about why everyone hates. The Kurds so much. Yeah. And besides the fact that they're just a minority, right? So they're not like, they're not Arab. So I just, I don't understand what the, and it, the area is so historic. Like the Middle East conflicts are old. So I'm just like, I don't understand. And like, obviously the reason that Turkey keeps, Turkey shelled in the first place is because they were saying, um, the Kurds are, associated with the what is it the Kurdish Workers Party well, the PKK yeah. in Turkey which is um, considered a terrorist organization within Turkey um, and so that's their justification for just shelling Syria and sh well shelling the Kurds in Syria yeah. the Kurds are they they have unofficial Kurdistan they have sections of Kurdistan more or less in you know Turkey Iraq Iran yeah. and yeah. Syria and Turkey I mean so essentially Erdogan's going Hey, look, we've got all these refugees. We don't want to deal with them. So it, it appears that he's he's trying to create, uh, takes a section of Syria and put all the refugees there so they don't have to deal with them in Turkey. And he came out, I believe, well, yesterday, a day or two ago at the most, threatening the EU once again with... Specifically Germany. <laughs> with, with, we're going to send all the migrants and we're going to send the 3.6 million migrants. If that's, you know... We're going to... What did he say? I think the quote specifically that he said was, we're going to like open the gates or like unleash the flood, open the gates and unleash the flood. Um, and like, you know, specifically the land that he wants in Syria is Northern Syria, which is basically a hundred percent like Kurdish, you know, uh, the, the Kurds are a really big minority group in Syria. I want to say they're seven to 10% of the population of the ethnic population in Syria. Um, but they've always lived, you know, in that kind of like informal circle between those four countries. Um, so they have the northern part of Syria and it's just all, it's just all Kurdish land. And they're like, oh, we're just going to send them back. Um, which obviously, 
the Kurdish conflict is deep and complicated and has been going on for a long time. And but it's so different and unique in every different country. Right. Like the, the, the Kurdish Iraqi conflict is completely different. And yet we did, or well, we, um, <laughs> George H.W. Bush and his generals did almost the exact same thing. Yes! Except, in Iraq! In Iraq! Yes, to the Kurds, except that instead of just, like, you know, pulling out and leaving them on their own, they were like, yo, you should attack the guy with nerve gas. Yeah. And, and we he, got we got you, yeah. kind of. Did you guys hear why uh, Trump decided to withdraw these troops? I They were just standing there. They were just in Syria. They no, part, yeah, I hope that it's something fucking hilarious. Part of his... Part of his reasoning was is that the Kurds didn't help us in World War II. Oh, well, oh my God! Yeah, so I'm I did sorry. Hear wait, that. wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> they, they weren't at Normandy. They weren't at Normandy in other battles. Neither People. was Sweden. <laughs> oh my God! So this was like post justification, uh, like, though. Like he was just like uh, out. Wait, he seemed there like there he was just like, ad libbing. There yeah. were like how many countries were at Normandy? Germany and America <laughs> and, and the UK and maybe and the, Canada. The UK was coming. <laughs> they uh, weren't there. They didn't like you. This is literally a scene from Archer when Archer was like, "Fuck the Irish. They didn't help us during World War Two. This is a literal <laughs> scene out of fucking Archer. H. Yeah. John Benjamin predicted this. Oh I, I am literally. I am lit. My mind is like blown right now. What I, the fuck? Wow, I didn't remember that that was actually a bit from Archer. I thought he. <laughs> I thought that Trump had previously said something about the Irish. <laughs> no, Archer Sterling Archer. He I'm said sorry. that in a fucking cartoon. Sterling show. Mallory Archer. Sterling Mallory Archer. But <laughs> uh, did also say they were just standing around and. What, like, yes, they weren't fighting, but they also, like... They were there to act as a buffer. Yeah, and his justification for pulling those, well, that was just, you know, 50 to 100 troops just standing there. And it's like, yeah, well, if it was just 50 to 100 troops, just leave them there. It was completely intentional, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, it's so... This whole conflict, we have yet to see what's actually going to transpire, but there are so many things. So one of the shells, artillery shells that Turkey... Um, had uh, uh, hit when it hit Syria, it had destroyed a prison that was holding oh, ISIS. Yeah. That was holding Daesh uh, agents. Yeah. Um, and uh, and it's you know we I I don't know how they didn't see this. Crime. I, I don't know how they take didn't a see shot this for every war crime well, that we right. talk. <laughs> and not even, but not so like not killing, but like basically just damaging the prisons. So they all broke out. Yeah, like on some Gotham mm-hmm. City not shit. L O L. Yeah, not murdering yeah. them. Okay, just, that yeah. is this. And the Daesh, yeah, the Daesh soldiers. Is, you know, oh, I don't. I, I I I yield to call them soldiers, but the fighters they were all released and the kurds are who are protecting all of the daesh prisoners in syria and one of their one of their commanders basically come out and said oh we have thousands of fighters who are who are like keeping all of these prisons protected but they're gonna we're gonna have to pull them because Mm -hmm. (laughs) we're gonna attack and now with more of the these you know these fighters released from prison they're going to go to the camps where their families are and there's already sleeper cells in a lot of them. Um, the, these camps are, they're horrifically dangerous and to just leave them unmanned because now there's a new conflict that they have to deal with a completely stupid, pointless conflict because Erdogan is a fucking cunt. But, but just to like take it, like go back up a level. Also like Trump clearly like got rolled by Erdogan, but let's not also look 
past the Russian connection and oh yeah, well, Putin's got on Trump and basically Erdogan and Putin are buddies anyway. So. Yeah. Because oh. even if the United States, if yeah. if Mnuchin were to be like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna instate some like um some sanctions or whatever, I th- oh. he was someone that had said that mentioned oh, we could put sanctions against Turkey. It's never gonna happen because that's gonna cause a power struggle, um not just with Turkey but with Iran and with Russia yeah. and then with Bashar back to Syria, obviously. Right, and it you know. It, a conflict with which Russia ultimately wins because, you know, why the fuck would you side with us when we are, you know, just like fighting an idiotic war? Yeah. Just the dumbest wars possible and funding all sides. I want to know what he has on Trump that's worse than pissing and getting pissed on <laughs> prostitutes like what what is it that has got him just within the palm of his hand you know what i mean because like this is insane and like you said it's exactly like what hw did um with the kurds in iraq and then they all i what was it i can't remember what the conflict was actually called desert storm it, but it, the conflict oh, in, oh, in uh, oh, kurdistan oh. is like called yeah. something they like call it something and he killed like i think it was like hundreds or thousands of people with mustard gas yeah. and so now it's just you're just sitting there and you're waiting okay we know that bashar al-assad is still allowing russia to use chemical agents and weapons against Syrian people, and we know that he'll use them against the Kurds because he ruled over them and oppressed them, you yeah. know, horribly, and his father before him did too. So we already know that, you know, the moment that anyone gets the okay to harm the Kurds more, they're going to do it. I don't and, understand what they did in history. And that this also, happened. Turkey has committed. And it is worth noting multiple genocides in yeah, the past. He, uh, the Armenian, Armenian genocide is yeah. probably the most notable, but they also genocided the Greeks yeah, oh, yes. and the Bulgarians and the Assyrians. And this, these they are, were the Ottoman Empire. And most of these are very recent, like um, in Cyprus, which I guess that that's a whole thing when and you bring that up is Cyprus. Why, it's, those yeah. guys in Greece and Cyprus, they fucking loathe Turkey mm-hmm. for like, you know, the exact same reason because yeah. they came in and fucking slaughtered people. And it's literally like a literal p- rape and pillage. Yeah, it's literally like one of the plot lines in my big fat Greek wedding <laughs> when, when their grandmother comes from Greece to Chicago to live with them she's just out of her mind with trauma and it's funny in the in the movie but it's really not she was she was horrified and she had all this trauma and she had no idea where she was and she thought everybody around her was an invading Turkish army and so like you know it's it's that's, like that's a weird fucking thing to put in a rom-com it's it's funny when you watch it because it's just like oh yeah yeah she's so funny she thinks she's that like the neighbors background. are turkeys yeah, you, know. you know they're Turkish or whatever but it's just it's one of those things the la- this but I bring it up because my yes, big fat Greek so wedding funny. came Grandma out in like 2004 you know what I mean yeah. so it's just like this this is recent you know that this happened this isn't like oh i learned about that ninth grade in world history this is the armenian genocide uh, as well that's not the old you know old history that is very modern right man i look we 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 betrayed the kurds a few times (laughs) we tortured some folks <laughs> we betrayed the kurds a, few, a couple I, times uh, 
can't can't say this is necessarily the worst instance. Uh, like yeah, honestly, you can, you can, it's not yet. You can um, TBD. You you can make a lot of arguments for like why we can't just blatantly support the Turks. Or I mean, beg your pardon, the Kurds getting their own state. There's lots of arguments for that, but they definitely, definitely, totally took care of ISIS for us. And yes. So yes. Now when they're still like basically serving that role. It does not seem like the right time, uh, if there ever was one, to just dip up. No, no, no. It no. makes you think that there's an ulterior motive, like it's just an, mm. uh, an endless war. Um, because I know that I, uh, maybe, maybe I'm mis, maybe I'm misremembering that. No, yeah, in Iraq, when the Kurds were fighting in Iraq, the Kurds had weapons from the United States, um, because they were an ally. And then the Iraqi government also had U S weapons and they were backed by the United States because we were their ally. So it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, it was profit on both sides. You know, I was just like, fuck yeah. But like, okay, is that literally what's happening again now? How is it so easy to make money off of this conflict is, and how, how are we not saying anything about it if that's the case? Like, what what do we do? <laughs> because it's it's you feel helpless. We're what? How do Three you how do you take on a global empire? Yeah. How, how do you take on a massive psychopathic death machine? I believe and it was Eisenhower in like the late forties with the military yeah, his fair, complex. Yeah. His farewell address. Yeah. His farewell address pretty much came true. It's yeah. I mean, it, it really sucks, and I know that another another thing that people have been saying is this is really going to take people's minds off of impeachment, and it's true. But I don't want for people to ignore this yeah. so that they can instead focus on impeachment because this which is which is not vi- going to go anywhere. Yeah, because this is incredibly important to to you know because there's going to be a power vacuum like crazy now, and it yep. only stands to be beneficial, not for the Turkish and not for the Kurds, but for Daesh. And we're just going to see a resurgence of that. And the Syrian people are still trying to get their bearings about them. And they're still having conflicts and it's just going to be destabilized. I mean, the whole area is just going to just maintain, you know, this, I'm just so depressed talking about it. I mean, it's pretty insane to think that we have created this situation where, I mean, a, Possibly 50 to 100 troops were the only thing stopping this from happening. Yeah. It's like you don't look at that and you're like, damn, well, maybe we need something other than the troops to, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, like, it like d- you said, what the fuck are we going to do about it? We could come up with a, a fabulous solution for them. Mail yeah. it to Donald Trump. <laughs> he can't read, <laughs> but anyway. Hey, hey. <laughs> He tweets. He does. I he, guess he I does, stand corrected. He responds to he responds to uh, fake news. So and yeah. to Chrissy Teigen, he hates her. Oh yeah. my god! Yes, <laughs> fucking oh Bette Midler, god. washed up psycho, Ooh. washed up psycho. Bette Midler was forced to apologize for an untrue statement she made. He all, he said some. <laughs> he got us. I don't know the what is it the John Oliver bit when Trump does something funny and you hate yourself because. You don't want to laugh about it. And it's like, oh, he got us. I can't believe he that Kim a... Jong-un would call me old and crazy. I had a he got me moment earlier when he was talking shit about Kamala Harris. And he was like, have you ever noticed that Kamala Harris laughs too long at her own jokes? <laughs> <laughs> They're not fucking funny. They're not fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I thought so it was hilarious. She totally fucking does oh, that. Oh, my God. He got 
us. And it's just like, oh, I hate you. You made me laugh so fucking hard. And so like funny. that, like like at the at the one of the most recent debates, she made that joke about like like Trump being like the the dude behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, and she's just she's like she cackling so by herself. <laughs> and Joy, like like Stephanopoulos is just like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, still, she cackled. That's gonna be the she persisted. She persisted. What is that? And yet she persisted. Yet she persisted, and yet she cackled. I believe it was never <laughs> nevertheless yes, but... she cackled. That's even more ominous. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, bad things in Turkey, though. I digress. Um, and we have to keep our. We have to just uh, keep following the news. I really hope that this doesn't just fall to the wayside and people just uh. stop stop talking about it and stop caring about it i feel like you know especially right now in in american society and i think we'll probably be in this for a while where news becomes very trendy and it catches on fire but then it extinguishes just as fast as it caught on um and those types of topics just shouldn't be they shouldn't fall victim to that yeah Yeah. well the, the the main problem i see is just like most people don't seem to really give a shit about foreign policy well in general right yes yeah and also like Gosh, it's just it's just hard to keep the same energy when endless wars for I mean all of my adult life just yeah, constant yep. constant war. So like yes, it is important to keep to not lose sight of this conflict, but geez, this along along with well just add it to the list of ones that we're trying to keep. Wars right. now, wars tomorrow, wars forever. <laughs> <laughs> This last week, the group Extinction Rebellion uh, carried out a series of civil disobedience demonstrations uh, in many different countries, and it was uh, it's pretty interesting what happened. Uh, I think, according to reports, police arrested nearly 1,300 protesters. Wow. Where was this? Just different. Oh, just world, like worldwide or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Oh, wow. But the arrests, you said, that was just Britain alone, right? The 1300 uh, figure. I'm li- well. I'm looking at an article from the Guardian. It doesn't specify. It just says police have announced that they have made almost 1300 arrests mm-hmm. of Extinction Rebellion protesters since Monday. Wow. Huh. Which is I, pretty impressive. Yeah. They've uh, they they had events uh, in London, I think, and they they even uh, shut down Times Square in New York City, uh, where a bunch yes. of them. Uh, they pushed a big boat into the middle of Times Square because it's going to be underwater. Yeah, and they uh, like glued and handcuffed themselves to the boat. Yes, were these the octopus people? No, uh, no. I don't okay. think so. I don't know. I don't think so. But I see. I I'm completely. I have no idea. I haven't heard of this at all. This is amazing. Neither I have I. Well, it's exactly the type of thing that it will piss people off because they're being inconvenienced. But yep. I mean, we're we're in, we're in, we're in a time now. If we weren't five years ago, which we also were, yeah, for the record, but. Definitely in a time where, you know, listen, nonviolent, direct action, civil disobedience. I mean, I, yeah, absolutely. That's like sort of the bare minimum. I feel like that. Yeah. That everybody, whenever you can, if you can, you get it. You got to be out making your voice heard. I mean, gosh, yeah, you might go out and it's like, yeah, you're not going to get a result right from that. But we, it's all, a start. we all have to do we, we all have to do. Whatever we can, I feel. Yeah. We all have to post. We all have to post about it. At least, I, you know. Or even give, even give money to 
help post bail. Like, you know, it's just one of those things like everyone can do something to help these people. More people got to be like James Brown, who was a visually, he's a visually impaired uh, Paralympian who uh, competed. He competed for uh, uh, the UK, Ireland and Northern Ireland in, uh, in the, in the Paralympics. And he's been uh, charged uh, for being a public nuisance because he. Um, <laughs> that sounds like some shit that would happen to me. What because an awesome charge! He, he glued himself to the top of an airplane at the <laughs> London City Airport at one of these demonstrations. Oh, um, at the demonstration! Yeah. Holy shit! What so, kind of glue and how much was actually I was just required? Gonna <laughs> yeah, um, that was what a really kind good question. Of glue? Can we, can Did we they not just really cut right? his clothes off and then drag him naked? I mean, <laughs> maybe they did. That's well, right? the guy yeah, that we saw in the video of the guy in New York City, he had super glued his bare hand. Are you serious? Yeah, to the bone. Yeah. I was I was saying like what happens if you have to go to the bathroom? He's gonna piss right there. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe he's like capped himself and he's just actually got like a jar in his jeans or something. Doing it for the future, man. Hell yeah. Oh my god. And yeah, my no, that's suffering nuts. is nothing compared to the planets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and I think that I think it's that energy up. I know. Yes, you do. You've seen we've seen a lot of this though. Where the gluing yourself to things. The direct (laughs) action has gotten better and better um, this year with Never Again Action. They've been doing a lot of really good actions. um, You know, shutting down um, the ice uh, camps. You know, even if it's just for a day, or even if it's just for half a day, they're doing it, and they're. I mean, you know, even literally putting their lives on the line because those guards fucking hate those people. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. I feel like it's people who work for ice. It's different from like you where you see like poor minorities, like brown minorities who work for border patrol, where that is almost like the only job that they can find. And so that they're willing to take those jobs. I think that people who work for ice, it's completely different and you have to be a sociopath to do something like that. It's literally American Gestapo. I don't understand what the difference is. You have to actually buy into the fascist dogma to want to work that job. It's not just, it was the opportunity arose and I couldn't, I couldn't say no. Like you you see, you see that with border patrol agents by so many of them are Mexican or Salvadorian. No, no ice agents. They're doing it because they hate minorities. The cruelty is the point. Yeah. And those people are fucking I mean, if this they wasn't what they were doing, to send a message. Yeah. If this, if they, if this wasn't legal, they'd still be doing it. If it wasn't, Yeah. you know what I mean? They would be the vigilantes on the border killing people. Yeah. They would, they would be like in the local clan in a different yeah. era. And they probably, and I yeah, feel a they, lot of they, them they, are, they, they have probably to be. Are, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just sickening. Yeah. So I'm glad that people are finally like starting to, you know, and I, I've, also said this before i said it again we need smart gun culture on the left because these people i mean people are going they're getting so brave and just bold now that we are i do think that there are going to be people who are going to show up to protest and people are going to get shot by fascists and you know 
Nazis and Absolutely. whatever. I mean, look at what Ben Shapiro just said. What did he just say? Oh, that um, right. he's when he would. What, who was it that he said he would never Beto, let Beto? Beto o, yeah, yeah, Beto O'Rourke. If Beto O'Rourke, yeah. he's not allowed to teach my children, and if he does, then I'm gonna basically, in essence, shoot him. Um, so he Ben Shapiro is. There was def- a Texas congressman who. Uh, I'm gonna shoot him with logic and reason. <laughs> no, he meant a yeah. gun. Like it was blatant. He said, "Like I'll bring a gun to the door." Or some stupid shit like that. Yes. Yeah. There, there was a Texas congressman who threatened to shoot Better O'Rourke, and I'm pretty sure O'Rourke uh, reported him to the FBI. Yeah. I mean, it, you know what? What's sad about that? I mean, it's kind of off topic, but I mean, whatever happened? To all those people on the internet who like threatened to rape AOC. Like, are they getting investigated by the feds, or is no. Beto just doing it because his last name is O'Rourke? Is he getting that attention? Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I think, you know, if these zoomers, uh, if they get the chance to grow up, I think that they'll be basically they'll be every, good. every direct action like this that I see a big or small warms my heart. Any, basically any even time that you can waste of any of the, it could be ice. It could be Amazon working with ice or Palantir working with ice or yes. any number of things. It could be any number of uh, just, just wasting the, the time of the cops in general. Just waste. call nine one one. Listen, any of that time and money that you can waste is time and money that they're, they're not putting towards. They're not putting towards, you know, whatever those actions are that you oppose and the innumerable ones that, that there are, but Start fires. I'm just joking. Wow. <laughs> this is a satire. <laughs> For legal reasons, this is a joke. So we're uh, we're almost out of time here, but to close today's episode, I thought I'd read you guys this article from the Washington Times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by, uh, Alex the paper of record yes. <laughs> headline exclusive self-declared socialist AOC splurges on high dollar hairdo uh, uh, alright let's get into it Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has allowed life in Washington to go to her head, literally. literally. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the self-declared socialist who regularly rails against the rich and complains about the cost of living inside the Beltway spent nearly three hundred dollars on her hairdo at a pricey salon she frequents in downtown Washington. The Washington Times has learned. <laughs> The New York, okay. okay. The New York Democrat, <laughs> the New York Democrat ventured into Last Tangle Salon on 19th Street Northwest last month and shelled out eighty dollars for a haircut and one hundred eighty dollars for low lights, according to according to sources familiar with the salon. A twenty percent tip. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What are low lights? Are they the opposite of highlights? Yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna bring out the lightness of your hair by adding the depth. Oh, okay. So yes, it's the opposite of highlight. Am I, can I not do math? That is not three hundred dollars, right? Well, she did. Even she must have done something else. A tip, a twenty percent tip, would have added fifty-two dollars to the bill. Her stylist did not respond to a request for comment about the tip. Uh huh. Well, right. why? I don't understand. Why would she? Right. This yes. is fucking. This right. is just groundbreaking journalism, guys. <laughs> okay, here's we're what. Out, we're out here harassing AOC's fucking hairstylist. Hey. <laughs> hey. 
she would have she would have been what'd you do for the tip <laughs> <laughs> he, this guy definitely stood outside of her salon harassing no, this people is written by, this is written by a lady I was gonna say this This is uh, a woman my, and my impression just totally became moot mine didn't she's I probably did white so. some, she is, yeah. some twitter sleuth said looked and like basically she she has like done very similar things also so she's a fucking anyway. gossip columnist well the, it's the washington times anyways so <laughs> right. yes this is what this was so frustrating is that like you ask any like especially a black woman of color how much it costs to get their hair done there's a reason why i get my hair done with such a regularity like it's expensive to get your hair done to be a woman to get your hair done and to have it look good okay it's expensive anywhere that you go and especially in washington dc and you're gonna be on tv like you have to act i mean yeah that's and they would have been pissed if she oh look at aoc <laughs> shut up and she's got scraggly hair she's got no respect for the office look guys. at her roots yeah, are yeah. showing mm-hmm. you know it would have been any not that you know with black hair men wouldn't have noticed that anyway right but, but her, like, I mean, her appearance is going to be criticized yes and it always is unless and she, she knows looks that good in which case they want to rape her she always has to look good she always has to it's one of those again it's the Michelle Obama worth is original thing damned oh if gosh. she does damned if she doesn't and it's just like let her get her fucking hair done I'm jealous she even gets to do that like fuck you know that's if I got my ends trimmed and, and I mean, also, in, in the scheme of things, $300 in Congress is like a fucking drop in the... I mean, it's less than pennies. Yeah, yeah. That's really not a lot when you consider everything that she got done in the city that she got it done in. How how much did fucking Scott Pruitt spend on monogrammed pens for the EPA? It was literally thousands of dollars. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me either because I, I, I mean, I don't know. What what can you say about this? It's just, it could have been really nice pens. Though. It's truly, <laughs> it's truly just sexist. A staff member at Last Tangle Salon talked about the lawmaker as if she were a TV superstar, saying okay. AOC was extremely nice and even took several pa- uh, several selfies with patrons. Quote, AOC is the Ava Peron of of American politics. That's racist. She preaches socialism while living the the life of the privileged, said Richard Manning, president of Americans for Limited Government, referencing the former first lady of Argentina, who was known for dressing in designer gowns and jewels uh, while advocating a socialist agenda. Uh, Who is is the... uh, Oh, Imelda Marcos. The uh, the wife of that dictator in like the Philippines or Indonesia, and like when they raided their uh, mansion, she had like five hundred pairs of shoes or some shit. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. And this yeah. haircut puts her on par with that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, also, how many haircuts do you think she's gotten? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Quote: There is nothing wrong with spending money to make yourself look better, especially as a then personality. Why is this article being written? Especially <laughs> right. as a personality who depends upon. Visual mediums for her power, but it is a what? bad look what? to spend what? Se- to spend hundreds of dollars to get your hair done to make a video decrying income inequality. Mr. Manning said. Miss Ocasio Cortez declined to comment. People she could have saved roughly for this labor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as the article goes on, she could have saved roughly $100 for the same hairstyle at the government-subsidized uh, Capitol Hill barbershop. So uh, are you for or God. against this? Because it sounds like you want her to just like live in the DPRK where she can only choose from 12 and the government gives it to you. <laughs> also, Mr. Manning, like, 
I, Mr. Manning, are you going to convince me that you like understand the plight of the working man and you know you're you're actually here and you're supporting unions and you you know support everybody else? I don't think so. I just, yeah. just, just got a feeling. Just because you pay $10 to go to fucking Bo Ricks to get your <laughs> fucking haircut doesn't mean... First of all, it's so... It's so insulting what he had said i can't remember oh my god exactly what he said we're like um her and all of her power comes from her looks how fucking demeaning that is that's the most insulting thing of this entire article besides the fact that this article was written at all that's the most insulting part of this 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 is my favorite part of the article her high dollar hairdo stands in stark contrast to that of former attorney general jeff sessions a former senator from Alabama who was a regular customer at the Senate Hair Care Services in the basement of the Russell Senate office building. <laughs> um, okay. So, what? I can't think of people, I can't think of, well, I, I can, but, you know, to compare the, uh, you know, hair care um, regimen of, <laughs> of Jeff Sessions and uh, AOC is, you know, I mean, that, Okay, I'm like, I was. I thought so. We're I crossing thought, the aisle. I thought we were gonna like throw back to Janet, Janet Reno, Reno, former Attorney General Janet uh, Reno of the the. I mean, what do you want to call that? Either way, it's uh, you know, you know, I you know what that hair. Yikes! I would call it a John Denver haircut. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about um, white women as they get older. They're just like, I'm just gonna start cutting my hair like my dad used to, and that's what she's got. <laughs> I guess that's not that far off the Jeff Sessions anyway. Yeah, I was, you know, when, she, when he said Jeff Sessions, I was like, isn't he bald? He, I, he's been so far removed from my head in my mind. But um, he, yeah, he did have a little bit of hair. He's on Dancing with the Stars now, isn't he? No, that's uh, the other one, Sean, Sean Spicer. Sean yeah. Spicer, thank you. And that's another to go back to our first topic. Rehabilitating, just rehabilitating yes. their image. Yep. Yeah. You you lied for our fascist president. What do you? Why the fuck should you get a six figure deal to dance with the stars? And Remember people, the and Holocaust minus the Jews. Yeah, yeah. It's like all of oh the, it's God, like with all of amazing. the Nazis who just like um, they were able to escape persecution. Like at the, they were able to like get past the Nuremberg trials oh, yeah. and all of those Nazis. They just they ended up going back into positions of power in Germany. <laughs> like. This is this is what's really this is what's gonna happen. Or being recruited by the U.S. government. Yes. Yeah. Operation yes. Paperclip. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Google it. <laughs> that happens. Google true it. True facts. Uh, Miss Acacia Cortez, who makes one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year, representing a district that straddles the Bronx and Queens, has supported legislation to give herself and other Congress members a pay raise. Uh huh. She once argued that the congressional salary was too low uh-huh. and that higher pay would discourage corruption. Mm-hmm. Quote, members are paid more than average. Members are paid more than average, but the job requires two residences and we can't take tax deduction for work costs. She tweeted at the time. No one wants to be the one to bring up uh, increases. So instead, people take advantage of insider trading loopholes and don't close them for the extra cash. She also, she also has complained about the cost of living in Washington, though she lives in a luxury apartment building in the trendy Navy Yard neighborhood, trendy. where rent for, for a no-frills okay. yeah, where rent for a no-frills apartment studio apartment starts at two thousand dollars a month. 
Okay. Miss Ocasio Cortez has plenty of uh, has has plenty of company in the hair club for extravagant politicians. Does this person live in New York? Or I'm, any I'm or also, any major city. I'm also wondering where this person lives because Hans and I were looking in for homes in West Michigan to rent, and you know apartments here, and they ran about that pricey too. That's just what comes with gentrification and what comes with the illusion of security. Um, when you you move somewhere and you want to live in like a you know quote unquote safe area, which I'm sure she's forced to do. I'm sure they told her you know like a specific area that you have to live in because it's safer for everybody involved like that doesn't seem like it's wild two thousand dollars for a studio apartment i mean gillespie makes uh, apartments like that in lansing michigan and that's not ritzy that's not a ritzy neighborhood but it's it's stylish According uh, according <laughs> to this truth. according to this writer's bio, okay. uh, she's a legal affairs reporter for the Washington Times. A legal affairs reporter? Why? Yeah. Wait, they got to so... wear a lot of hats over there. <laughs> I no. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> the idea this, that... is, this is like the reporter equivalent of uh, ambulance chaser lawyers. Of who? Ambulance chasing lawyers. Right like here. accident, slip and fall oh, attorneys. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, yep. right you're saying, I mean, you know, why would you, why, why would you write that if you, if you don't live in those city? Well, it doesn't matter if you live or even if you know that none of that's right. You're just writing this for a buck because yeah. it's a smear job against, you know. I and mean, you know, it'll get, you'll know, know it'll get clicks doing. and it'll be controversial. Yeah. And it, yeah. And it did. It was controversial. It's, it's yeah. not just controversial. It's also provocative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure Ben Shapiro read this article and creamed his pants just imagining was... running his fingers <laughs> through her hair. He's <laughs> like, oh, to be the floor that those hair clippings fell onto. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> can, we, can we retool the entire uh, Juliet is the Sun speech to be Ben Shapiro <laughs> about <laughs> AOC? But soft. <laughs> what light Ooh. through yonder window breaks? Yeah, he's obsessed with her. I'm honestly, I'm not, I'm not remembering that he just said that he wants to shoot people and knowing that he like hates himself or how much he loves her. I'm worried for her. Um, I'm, I'm maybe he'll shoot him in all of the squad. Yeah. Doing, yeah. Oh honestly, yeah. Especially. Just, I mean, look at what just happened in Minnesota yeah, in uh, Minneapolis. Holy just, shit. I open a whole can of worms. But did yes. I, did I send, <laughs> I'll have to send it to you guys. Um, or show at least show it to you guys when we're done. They, um, Fox News had a reporter going on and on about how the, the the country hasn't been this divided since the Civil War, and she's going on and on and on. She's just like some blonde lady that you know, some white lady, and um, she goes and now to talk about this topic. One of the most amazing like uh, political pundits or whatever of our time, Steve Bannon. <laughs> And it was literally like watching an episode of Black Mirror. You know the feeling you get when like the plot of Black Mirror finally comes and you're like, oh, Italian (laughs) Spider-Man. That was how I felt when they showed Steve Bannon. It was like, what are you talking about? Like, they're not even hiding it this time. He's a literal Nazi. Oh, my God. But no, yeah, let's focus on her haircut. Meanwhile, people are, you know, bringing Steve Bannon in to talk about the, the, the fucking protests in Minneapolis. I Ugh. will not 
ever stop thinking about Italian Spider-Man. Italian Spider-Man is amazing. <laughs> it's one of my favorite gifts to you. <sighs> well, we're pretty much out of time here. Uh, I guess the moral of the story is that this article's dog shit, and so is the Washington Times. And so is Alex Sawyer. Is that her name? Samson? Uh, Sawyer? Sawyer. Sawyer. S W O Y E R. Well, she's the worst. Yeah. And she's got a bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be mad at AOC because she can afford, she can afford, you know, good hairstyles. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Um, make sure you subscribe on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Play, wherever else you get podcasts. Uh, if you could rate and review us, that'd be really nice. It would definitely help us out. Um, you can find us on Facebook at State of the Revolution. You can follow us on Twitter at SOTRPod. Uh, you can reach out to us there if you uh, have any questions or comments. Uh, you can also email us at SOTRPod at gmail.com. Uh, if you like our show and you know you uh, get anything out of it, if you enjoy listening to us, then please consider uh, contributing to us on Patreon. Uh, you can contribute at... Uh, multiple levels, uh, one, five, 10, 25 and 50, I think 300 a yeah. month gets me a haircut. And, uh, you're, you're definitely going to want to consider doing it. Cause, uh, we, we have a very special interview planned to be released, uh, next week. And in order to get access to it immediately, you're going to have to be subscribed as a patron. So, um, anyway, once again, thanks for joining us this week. I'm Benjamin Klon. And Hans Schroeder has been right here with you. Alexandria Gonzalez. And I'm Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> the kids, my spidey senses are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back soon. Bye.